and you're listening to the Sully Show, the best podcast ever in America. The Shuli Show. I'm Frank Dow. You're listening to the Shuli Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Shuli Show. Bulgaria. Hello, how's it going? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of what I'm now calling the Uncle Rico Show, uh, <laughs> named after the great Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, where I uh, dive uh, head head first into Stuttering John audio and video and really give him back a little taste of the business that uh, this fucking guy has been given me for for years knowing i couldn't do anything about it because of where i worked and and uh how how it would make me look but uh but listen we're here i'm here i brought a guest to do this uh episode of the uncle rico show a comedian extraordinaire i'm not just saying that because he does the miserable men show with me He's a roast part of the reason. Well, yeah, (laughs) he's a roast writer extraordinaire Uh, has written uh, for such uh, mega stars as Lisa Lampinelli or as Bob Levy would call her Lisa Lampignelli. (laughs) That's not uh, insult uh, to her looks. That's just how he speaks. He's just an idiot. (laughs) It's an insult to his intelligence. It really is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend and soon to be yours, Mr. Mike Morse. Mike? Why, why hello, Shuli. Welcome to the Uncle Rico Show. You are our first guest wow. ever. And uh, this show is about Stuttering John. Um, <laughs> you know, while I was working for the show, he would talk all this shit about me. He accused me of things that could have gotten me in trouble at work had anyone taken him seriously. Mm-hmm. And I was never really allowed to you know, uh, rebut, if you will. Right. And well, now I have nothing. So guess, yeah, guess who, guess who has nothing to lose? The guy who has nothing. So, and uh, I've only had one interaction with him just to give a little background. I I wanted to ask you, what is your, you know, uh, six degrees of Melinda? (laughs) Well, I was very lucky enough to have been around the Stern show quite a bit, especially during Sirius. Uh, but, I had only, uh, back in the K-Rock days, I only was there once, and that was with uh, Bob Levy. Right. Uh, he went up to do a, a, a segment there, and everybody was so nice. I was obviously nobody, and uh, and just there with Bob, and everybody. Robin came out and said hi. It was very nice to me, and and uh, Fred, and uh, who, who else was at the time? Everybody I met, except hmm. Stuttering John just came out and just said, I, again, it was a million years ago, but it was just a douche. And right. it, it said something unnecessarily, you know, like, well, you, but you're supposed to be here, you know, just something right. like a power trip thing. And that was the only negative thing out of everybody. Uh, that was the, 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 the guy that. microwaved Howard's potato. Like he's walking <laughs> around like he has keys on his belt. Like he's, <laughs> you know, like he's in charge of something. He's in charge of nothing. And, and that is, typical john you know Mm -hmm. he walked around like he was howard like he was big shit and howard didn't even walk around like that right you know like you said robin came out everybody was very afraid when i first my first ever appearance was in the k-rock years and i mean the e-crew at the time i remember Mm -hmm. i was uh, i took my bag uh, i brought my suitcase i was doing a gig that night and then the next day i was flying out 
and uh, everybody was so nice. And oh, I meet yeah. the E crew, and and Scott let me share a cigarette, you know, uh, with right. them in the, uh, the studio. <laughs> everybody, who's better? Yeah, I mean Brian Phelan. I mean, what, what a guy. He probably, he, if I'd asked him to borrow twenty bucks the first time I met him, he probably, yeah. What the fuck? Everybody Funny you should like, mention Phelan because when I got to my hotel later that night before the gig, I opened my suitcase to get a change of clothes. And there were all kinds of sex toys in there from the blom box that uh, like I'm talking pocket pussies, huge dildos and fucking fail and stuffed them in my suitcase while I was on the air. <laughs> and I'm that's like, funny. I go, Brian, like, imagine if I had to go right to the airport. He goes, that's what I was hoping for. Like, like, what do you think I am? Yucko? I'm not traveling around with 14 inch dildos. Um, so yeah, that, that, again, same thing with me meeting him, you know, via the phone. And then he tried his power trip with me and I, and I was just like, cause he, I don't know if I've told this story on uncle Rico and if I have, I apologize, but I'll blow through it. He was doing a comedy show in Vegas. Uh, he was opening for Artie. Artie was doing the comedy show. He, but this was back in the day. I don't know if you're aware of this. He would put on a video at the start of his set. And it was just a best of reel of like all his best interview questions okay. on the red carpet from the show, which the show knew nothing about this video. I, I have Howard, a feeling Howard, they would not approve. No, Howard would not want that at all. Right. But he does that. It plays for like 12, 15 minutes. It's a long video. Hmm. And then he comes out and does like seven, eight minutes, you know, <laughs> of, of fucking open mic, maybe right. worse level material. And they go home and... He he calls me and he tells me that he forgot the VHS tape in the hotel room. <laughs> and so I drive to the hotel wow. living in Vegas and I fucking finagle the front desk to go up to the room and check. And they come back with the video and I mail it out that day. Wow. And That's so above then, and beyond. Right. So then fast forward to like, I don't know, seven months later. He's on the air and they're goofing on him because he forgot his check. He forgot his pay from a gig somewhere. He like, you know, he <laughs> threw it out or he left it. He did a Scott, left it on the roof of the car or something. <laughs> right. But so everybody's kind of goofing on him. Artie's bringing up the whippets. And I go, you know what? I should call and, you know, bring up the story right. of the videotape that he forgot the videotape. <laughs> and they're on their bus and they go to break. I'm on hold. And he picks up the phone while I'm on hold. And he goes, really, really, truly, this is this is how you treat me. He goes, this is what you call in with after everything I've done for you. And I go, what have you done for me? I say, you put me on hold, dude. <laughs> and not only that, I'm like, I, I asked for three, five minutes of stage time when you were here and you told me no. So it's like you literally went out of your way to do nothing for me. <laughs> right, right. And I went out of my way to, to help you. Right. And it's like, and he goes, okay, I see how it is. I go, all right, dude, I see how it is too. You know what? I go, I'll just talk to Will or Gary. I don't need to talk to you. Right. And that's when he was like, no, 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 no. Hold, hold on. Because now I went over his dumb head. Right. Which is yeah. yeah. To people who actually have power. Will, <laughs> who was there three years before, you know, uh, after John was there, is mm -hmm. now his boss. Right. You know, and it's like... <laughs> So, yeah, that was my interaction with him where I was like, okay, I see how this fucking guy yeah. is. Yep. Now, that being said, I was a fan of his work on the show. Oh. I, I thought he was a hilarious right. uh, part of the team 
and and brought such a, a fun energy into the room with yeah. the ball busting and the laughing. I've always said he had an addictive laugh. You know, when right. I would hear him laughing at Gary, it would just make me laugh. It's kind of right. like Benji now. You know, Benji right. doesn't laugh a lot, and when he does, it makes me it laugh. I don't it, know yeah. why. Listen, you have to separate the art from the artist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready. Uh, uh, so last episode, uh, I played some videos from Dabblers, and uh, and then I started his stand-up set, which I okay. thought was going to go quick and easy. Um, it was it was needed, uh, or neither, whichever, you know, I don't know where you live. But I can tell you that I got to about 11 minutes in, 10.50-something, and I want to pick it up from there. This is in uh, Florida. Uh, Twelve people, from what I understand, at the show. If you do not count Scott the Engineer and friend, ten people. Ten people. Oh, so, right. yes. So now it's it's ten eleven minutes in. So he's the crowd is warmed up now. This is usually your the 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 sweet part of your set. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back a little bit just so you could hear the bit that he that that made me quit <laughs> last week. All right. And this is the problem. Now I'm faking an orgasms. I think we can do a role reversal now. I'm faking the orgasm and she sneaks out in the middle of the night and never calls me again. Fucking awful. <laughs> oh, so that was yeah, it was fucking awful. That was a bit about him faking an orgasm, right? Right. In case you, <laughs> he, he always that. knows it's going well when the when the comedian starts doing those qualifiers, he finishes the joke. It was fucking awful. So <laughs> <laughs> who's drinking out there? Yeah, it's basically that's the right. tag, right? Yeah. Where are my Italians? <laughs> Where are my weed smokers at? <laughs> uh. I we drinking, we drinking up there. <laughs> that was when we would do those killers of comedy show, and they would just be animals in the audience, oh. and all they wanted to see was Beetlejuice and shit falling out of them, and mm -hmm. and they were like, just just bloodthirsty, oh. yelling through everybody's set. And I just remember Levy would just stop after every drink. We drink it out there. We drink it. Fun. All right, so uh, the, now the rest of this I have yet to hear. That okay. was the gem that I walked out on. Chicks and experts in fake orgasms. I know you are, man. You know what I mean? You fake more orgasms than the little you shrunk. Now, <laughs> he can, first of all, he loved the joke, number one. Right. The Melania Trump. <laughs> <laughs> And and you just point, you know, it's a small room. You got to when it's a small crowd like that, you can't just fucking <laughs> flash a spotlight on somebody and be like, <laughs> right, you fake yeah. orgasms, right? <laughs> you, one of the eight people listening. <laughs> Let me attack the person who got a babysitter for tonight <laughs> to come and support me. Yeah, it's a staircase, John. You know, take it, take it easy. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming out tonight. You guys look great. Blah blah blah. Get them on your side. Relax them a little bit before you point and go fake orgasm with your pussy. Yeah, and that delivery is like he's at the Hollywood Bowl. Hey, you over there? <laughs> Can you hear me in the? You got me in the back. Hello. 
<laughs> Early, I remember the last episode was great because he's he's talking to some guy and he's already John's wasted, right? The host the host introduces him and there's like a 15 second gap of nothing, and then John comes out. And he's just like, uh, I'm like back then. The guy says says my name and now I'm here. What's up? How's everybody doing? That was the start, of, and then he starts doing crowd work, and this guy answers it. He just goes, huh? I don't know how I made it 10 minutes Let's get back into this gold You guys fans of Kardashians Oh come on But now those Those Two cute sisters, Courtney and Kim, and their brother, Chloe. <laughs> now, it isn't that, uh, couldn't that be considered, like, um, I don't know, sexist or maybe even, like, anti-trans type of humor? It's, yeah, there, it falls into one of those categories. <laughs> I don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, I, mean, I know he's that. very woke these days. Right. He's calling Chloe Kardashian a man. I'm, yeah. I hope he expands on this. Listen. Only- sometimes you got to come out with the with the controversial take, and then you just <laughs> you explain why you did it. Right. Or sometimes you just call a woman a man, and it falls off a cliff, and you just keep moving on to the next bit. <laughs> I know which one this is going to be. I bet. Yeah. So who's got an Apple Watch? <laughs> Get ready for this. <laughs> Do you know how to work these fucking <laughs> yeah. Apple Watch things? <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let's explain. Let I mean, what do I got to get into? Uh, what do I explain first? Uh, you know, no, these jokes. No. These jokes. If there was, if there was uh, laughing gas leaking in through the vents, <laughs> people would be crying. Uh, okay, they would be sad. These are these are re- as remedial as jokes get. This is right. like what you do your first week on stage. Exactly. And and listen, I, I am no uh, Dave Chappelle, but I've been doing comedy, uh, you know, 30 Compared years. to this, we're all Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I got news <laughs> yeah, for you. Listen. Every single person, the people listening, everybody. Right. Both you and I, professional comedians, we've done it a long time. We know the uh, how to do it. And it's 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 probably like, you know, a... Uh, uh, you know, uh, Pete Alonzo watching a little league batter. And you're like, <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Like, I'm holding that bat. And it's just like, you just see everything wrong. Is like, he's, he's so far, he's done nothing right. Nothing. And, and you've missed nothing because that's the way it started, too. So it's not like he's, it's not like you got, you got him at a good part. Right. We, we have yet to reach that. And uh, if there was a video, I bet he'd be standing out of the spotlight, like part of the way. What's up, everybody? I mean, Want to talk to you guys for a couple minutes about a very proud sponsor of the Shuli Show. I'm happy to be working with these guys, and I'm thrilled that they're working with us. I'm talking about rustic cuts. Now, look, let's not kid ourselves. doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on, who you voted for. The price of meat's going sky high. And it ain't coming back anytime soon. And to be honest with you, buying that stuff at the grocery store, it's all crap. How about some pure, corn-fed, Midwest, grade-A beef, baby? Well, welcome to Rustic Cuts. These guys are in the Midwest, locally raised natural beef. Seven million acres. 
The meat is aged 21 days before going straight to your table. Now, I've had other meat companies, delivery services, they claim this, they claim that, you get these small portions, and, and it's not all that. You sit there, you all look at each other and lie to yourself, go, this is great, this is great. You better for what you paid for it. These guys legit have the best meat I've ever had in my mouth, college excluded. How about a 12 ounce New York steak? No, not your thing? How about a 14 ounce ribeye? That'll knock you on your ass. How about eight ounce fillets? How about their hamburger patties? Bratwurst. They got bratwurst. They got jalapeno cheddar patties. They got ground beef you can make your own. It's some of the best meat you'll have right now. This is a family operated business. The family are just great people. I've spent time with them. And here's the kicker. They are 100% fans. They support everything we do here, and we need to support them back right now. And you will benefit from this, trust me. There hasn't been a single person who hasn't tried Rustic Cuts that hasn't emailed me and told me, game changer. All you gotta do is go to rusticcutscb.com. Rusticcutscb, like cbradio.com. You put in promo code Shuli, S-H-U-L-I, you get 10% off, you get free shipping. They got packages, you can buy individual stuff. You don't have to go with the packages. That's The other places don't give you that offer. They got great prices and even better quality. So what do you got to lose? Give them a try. RusticCutCB.com, promo code Shuli. I love these guys, you'll love them too. Give them a try. And we thank Rustic Cuts for supporting us. I mean, he's angry at these people. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's the thing I never understood. And and that happens a lot in the city, but they're showcase shows. They're not coming out right. to see one person, right? And it's like, we get whoever we can get on a Tuesday night, okay? Yeah. You, and the people that stayed, you know what? I never gave them shit. I never, I never understood that leading up against the wall and going, oh, thanks a lot. Only four of you came. Yeah, thanks. Right. It's like... <laughs> the fuck you should so be nice right. to the four that came yeah, and yeah, they paid have the money. Their, yeah have them call their friends that, that flaked and yell at them like i don't know what to tell you <laughs> and, and there is a way that for for 10 people there's a way to have a fun show it's not going to be a great show you're not going to want to tape it yeah i've had plenty where there's been just you know a dozen people and if you're connecting with them and you're having fun and you're you know busting their balls in the right way it's a it's a it's a great thing it's it's fun for someone to to get someone to forget that they're in a room that holds a lot more people <laughs> and they're not right. there right and and that's and that's a fun challenge for us too like right. you know i don't want it to be uncomfortable like i don't want to bomb even if it's five people there i don't want to exactly. bomb in front of them i want to get my goal is to get all five people to laugh at one time Mm-hmm. At the same time, the which same time. sounds easy on paper, <laughs> not when the room holds a hundred and there's seven in there. Yes. Last thing they want to do is draw attention to themselves. <laughs> and and John's up here berating them, guys. Screaming in their face. Like, like, if more smart people were here tonight, <laughs> not dumb fucks like you, <laughs> this would kill. If he was stuttering, he might actually get some laughs. That's the, the ironic thing. Uh, uh, Scott! Come back up here. <laughs> when Scott is your is your life vest, uh, it's time to rethink things. You know. <laughs> oh, it's stupid. You know what? Now they just have it in fucking. Just when we thought we were done with it, they have a whole Hulu show now to Cardiff. You know, I mean, it, it is amazing to me, you know. And then you have, like, 
But he didn't. He didn't do anything on the Hulu show. Why bring up the right. Hulu? Like he's just up there. Rant. He's like Andy Rooney. He's, he, <laughs> he was telling a story earlier about uh, when he was driving Uber. Or no, he made a joke about driving in the car and seeing a comic he knew from the comedy store. Had to mention he works at the comedy store, okay. which I imagine he's talking about the open mic on Sunday night. <laughs> right. But or maybe buses tables, you know. Right. But he goes, I see a comic I know and he's walking dogs. And I'm like, oh, man. And, you know, kind of like goofing on him. And then he goes and then I realize I'm driving the Uber. Right. Which I don't right. think was a joke. I think he was literally driving an Uber. <laughs> right. Saw a comic right. he knew yeah. walking dogs. It was going to bust his balls. And for some reason, yeah. he was so drunk on stage. He brought it up as, as just a, a thought. It just well, popped out. Listen, every comedian has their own process of for material. <laughs> so, you know, you work it out on stage. Maybe he just brings up all the premises on stage. <laughs> right. right <laughs> and then he goes back right. and listens to the tape and actually puts jokes to him later. Right. Right. Bad hooker reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Game shows. <laughs> Airplanes. Am I right? <laughs> Airplane. All right. Here we go. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, and then, you know, she's got that, you know, she was married. I mean, you know, uh, she's got that big ass, you know, with uh, Kanye West. Now, uh, they actually got divorced now. She's with somebody else, but she's stuck. She named her kid. What do these celebrities and the names they give these kids? You know what Kim Kardashian named her kid, man? Northwest. Is that a good name for a kid? Northwest. All I know is this kid has no head in fucking direction, right? I mean, first of all, this is from a guy who proudly went around as stuttering John, number one. <laughs> So I don't think you have the right to goof on Northwest. And like Northwest is like 37 years old now. Like it's not even a little kid anymore. And it's not, you know, if you want to go for like weird celebrity names, that's not even one of the weird ones. Like Elon Musk named his kid, you know, the A equals MC squared, whatever. You know, you did something like that. That's really he named his kid the Twilight Zone intro, (laughs) is what he named his kid. And and you're gonna you wow, earth shattering material from John. (laughs) John really really holding up a mirror to society uh, at his 12-person extravaganza. A modern-day philosopher. Yeah, yeah. And another thing. <laughs> With a big ass, the Kanye West. Yeah, and he's like, like, you know, she was married to, and then a, a big ass, and married, and, and then Northwest, and then Kanye. Oh, uh. <laughs> well, I think I maybe I think the joke was she had a big ass Kanye West, and so then she got he, divorced or whatever, that's right? What, that, yeah, that's so, yeah, yeah. So he kind of swallowed the uh, the whole joke there, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a cause light, I swallowed it in one <laughs> shot. Yeah, and try and go up there a little sober. I'm not sitting here. I listen. I get stoned before a show, but that just kind of slows me down and relaxes me. It doesn't uh, impede uh, what I have to do up there. Uh, if you listen to my double album, some say it makes me even better. Uh, you know. But you think Northwest is a bad name? Let me ask you all a question. What the fuck is a Kanye? Has anybody ever heard the name? Uh oh. Easy, Johnny. Well, we've covered uh, transphobia. Now let's move yeah. into a little uh, racism. Uh, uh, hello. <laughs> Two Kanyes just stole my truck. <laughs> 
Oh, easy, wow. Johnny boy. Easy. I don't want you to lose all those endorsements you got. Is, can he actually be canceled? Like <laughs> I don't think so. But now there's going to be three people at his shows. Yeah. Well, there's a whole thing going on where he's blaming trolls and like uh, the guys from Who Are These Podcasts, myself, for uh, telling people. So he had two shows canceled at two different comedy. Right. Well, last time I was on your show, I think we did yeah. mention that. Yeah. And he claimed that, you know, one of them was uh, they canceled because people were calling in and threatening violence towards women if John takes the stage. <laughs> and the other one, I don't even know, you know, aliens will attack. I don't know what right. the other one was, but oh, no, they they threatened uh, people called in and threatened the club with bad Yelp reviews if they let John perform. This is according to John. <laughs> You know, it's it's fucking twenty twenty two. You think a club is is afraid of bad Yelp reviews? Like right. it, they get them all the time. You know what I mean? Right. It's not something new. There's always somebody that's offended at a show these days, and they leave a shitty review. But according to him, they shut down operations. Of course, ticket sales were great for both, but they shut down operation immediately once they were threatened with uh, yeah, the Yelp. only thing a club has to worry about if he's there is violence toward comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we will punch every woman that's not in attendance if he takes to the stage. Doesn't it sound like pink Latin, like ink-bait, up-gay, con-gay? Like all these celebrities with these wacky names. Do you think there was a part of him in his head at, at when it got that kind of... That's the biggest laugh I've heard so far. Right. Do you okay. think there's a part of him in his head going... Ah, I should have closed yeah. with that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Now I got him. Now I got him. Now I got him. Now now I, got him. I think in his head, it's just a voice going, I wish we were off stage right now after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. What do they name their kid? Archie. What was fucking Jughead taking? What the fuck? A Jughead joke. All right, well, Archie listen. Jughead. <laughs> I mean, even Levy's not doing that old of references. <laughs> wow. I mm. mean, that's how do you come back from that? Well, maybe he's got a big gig at Comic Con, so you know he has to brush up on his comic material. <sighs> and there's a thing with the names I want to bring up, but it doesn't have to do with like whatever. I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> It's just odd that he's critiquing people about their names and, and weird names and changing the name of it. And Gwyneth Paltrow, what did she name her kid? Apple! Is that a good name, Apple? She shows up to high school, she starts sweating. All the kids at school go, look, Apple juice. <laughs> I mean, is this an all-ages show? Maybe I read this wrong. Is there, a, is, there, is there a lot of school children that didn't show up? <laughs> wow. John, uh, it's a lot of uh, toddler industry out there, so keep it clean tonight, will you? <laughs> Apple juice. Apple juice. She gets married, she starts snoring, her husband's like apple turnover. Oh, tons. Once you get the puns going, he comes in. Oh, hold on. he comes in a, and it's like apple pie. <laughs> oh wow! Apple might be a better name. 
But what the fuck is a quitness? And a mom is voice with a wife. <laughs> These people are millionaires. Can't they afford to buy a fucking battle? He's really like that relative that you have that gets drunk and starts bitching about everything, and right. it's never funny. Right. Well, Hilson, once you start bringing up a Blythe Danner reference, that- <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even. Is he Dennis Miller? Is this what happening now? Listen, bang. Listen. About as much reverence as Blythe Danner doing a doing an We're like Blythe Danner up here, man. <laughs> He's like a fucking retarded Dennis Miller. <laughs> That's why I tell my three kids, we're not going home. We are not going home. I said, listen, Oscar, Emmy, people's choice. We are not going home. He's <laughs> crushing with him. Yeah, yeah. Crush. Wait, wait till I write this review <laughs> on Yelp. <laughs> Oh, and then a little side note to that the whole story about uh, the the uh, trolls threatening. Mm-hmm. When the club canceled the show, John on his Patreon posted a message for his patrons to leave one star and no <laughs> star reviews on the clubs. Wow. Wow. <sighs> and then blames everybody else for being canceled. Right. It reminds me. Remember the night, uh, night, night shift with Henry Winkler? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and Michael uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton, when he meets, he's like, Michael Keaton's just this fucking just talking nonstop. And they meet after this weekend and he's, and Henry Winkler's just Henry Winkler. He's very mild, man. He goes, what did you do this weekend? He goes, I go down to Vegas, Chuck, right? He goes, I'm playing blackjack. He's like, I know this fucking guy's dealing me from the bottom. I see it. I see it. Right. So I take a, I take the drink. He goes, I throw it right in the pit boss's fat face like that. And then he goes, so they barred me for being too good. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he reminds me of. Oh, funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have three kids. One rating, one rating disappointment. All people. Each kid was conceived in a different state. Drunkenness, stoned, and the third, the worst state of all, Scotty, New Jersey. Oof. Wow. That's my dad. (laughs) That's like an anti-punchline. And he doesn't even explain why he's um, disappointment of a Puerto Rican. Like, he doesn't... He doesn't elaborate. Like, I understand what he's trying to say. He's saying he only had three kids as a right. Puerto Rican guy. Right. He should, they should have more. Right. But he doesn't, he doesn't clean that up or fix it or anything. He just, just fucking obstinate. Just one of those cones on the road. You just run over. <laughs> <and keep going. laughs> right. Guys, <laughs> fans of Jersey. No, I'm from New York. Jersey stinks. It's the reason why the Statue of Liberty's ass is based in Jersey. <laughs> uh oh, John. John, you're losing them. You're losing them. The chances of having t- 10 people in the audience, and most of them are from New Jersey. Well, I mean, it's so. Florida. It's, yeah. You might as well pl- be playing in fucking <laughs> right. New Jersey or New York or PA. Yeah. I mean, that's where they're all from. Yeah. And, you know, and he's he's literally doing like club material in New York, right? right. Like now right. it's not even. <laughs> 
Why are we talking about the subways? <laughs> he said, you know, I couldn't stay in that company they had, that big fat fuck Chris Christie, you know what I mean? Oh, doesn't that guy look and sound like a member of Sopranos? You know, like his Sopranos. I'll take more 90s references for 500 I mean, Alex. It's unbelievable. I haven't been this upset since Blythe Danner fucked Chris Christie during the episode of Sopranos. <laughs> show a hand. Show, wait. Show of hands. <laughs> Who's watching uh, Carnival? <laughs> Can we talk about the finale of Tremaine for a minute? <laughs> well, I guess this is this is what we comedians call this is our our big chunk that we've always used and always kills. So yeah, you know, he's been using yeah. obviously he's been using it since the nineties because he's got the Chris Christie, the Sopranos. I like so. it. Ladies and gentlemen, support for The Shuly Show is brought to you by Manscaped. They just happen to be the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, baby. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SHULYSHOW at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, and it usually is, that's like 8 million balls. And here's what you're going to order. You're going to get Manscaped's Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. It's a game changer. You got the 4.0 lawnmower trimmer. It's it's the future of grooming. And dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. I said it. I said it. Who's going to stop me? Nobody. It's got a ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. And they have this advanced skin-safe technology. Also, the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof. And it's got a LED spotlight. So you get that precise cornering and shaving that you need. You know, the waterproof is a game changer. You can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor now. I mean, that's good enough on its own. But guess what? You take the grooming to the next level. I'm talking about the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. That's right. The older you get, the more hair goes away from where it should grow and starts growing out of places that it shouldn't. Weed Whacker is also waterproof. And it provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs, and all those delicate holes. Now, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. It changed mine. I never rub things on my balls after a shower. Trust me when I tell you, your balls will thank you. Mine speak to me now. So, there you go. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0 the boxers and the shed travel bag the boxers are maybe the most comfortable underwear i've ever worn and the travel bag fits all the other goodies so it's perfect it's time to take care of yourself fellas go to manscaped.com and you're gonna get 20 percent off and free shipping with code shuli show s-h-u-l-i and if i gotta spell show then we're in trouble S-H-O-W. And on a side note, the more of you that come through and use this code, the longer Manscaped will stay as a sponsor. So come on, people. Do your thing. I know you're out there. I know you love the show. And I know you'll love Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code SHULISHOW at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And we thank Manscaped for being a sponsor on the show. Back to the show. I like it. I brought it back a little bit. Just so. Instead, you know, I couldn't stay in that company they had, that big fat fuck Chris Christie, you know what I mean? Oh, doesn't that guy look and sound like a member of Sopranos? 
You know, like his soprano name would be Christy Cream or something. Ugh. <laughs> you know, notice when these fat fucks, you know, they get these lap band surgery. You know, Christy got it. Meanwhile, he's up, he's up there talking like he's Michael Phelps, right? Like he's got a washboard <laughs> abs. I'm fucking, what do you, who do you think you are, dude? Yeah, yeah. a little chunky. Yeah. Star Jones got a lovely Jewish factor, should have been made a constellation, but you know, Al Sharpton gets it. You know, and what happens? Do you really honestly believe that he wrote anything for the Jay Leno show? No. Oh, I'm sure he wrote it, but they didn't <laughs> right. take it. Yeah. <laughs> I got some turn. great the bits here. Yeah. He wrote yeah, something. Thanks, he, thanks, he, thanks, he, thanks, thanks. He even turned it in sometimes. <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's all that happened. With it. <laughs> right. He's like, thank you. Thank you very much. I don't even know that he wrote that. Like, I think it sounds like a. That's great. That sounds like a bazooka bubblegum rapper joke. Like it's it sounds yeah. like you find that joke somewhere in the back of a reader's digest or some shit. Wow, yeah, yeah. Constellation Oof. Jones. So we're making fun of uh gays, trans, black, now uh fat people. Maybe he's gonna yeah. wants to be on Miserable Men show. He's <laughs> checking all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, Miserable Men, only available on Patreon. Patreon slash The Miserable Men Show. Thank you. Their bodies shrink, but their heads are still fucking gargantuan. They look like pest dispensers. See, I thought he was going to go with a Macy's float. Thanksgiving right. float. But I, but that that's the only hack reference that came to mind that quickly. And he topped me yet again. You win. <laughs> right. You win, John. Yeah, listen. Pez dispenser. The reason he's working in Florida. Pez dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> Archie Veronica, Pez dispensers. Come on. Bryce, Blythe Dana. Yeah, who's old as fuck with me? That's the funniest. See, now that's how you be funny on stage, John. Just go up there and go. What right. the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> that was the first honest thing. That's that <laughs> thing that why, comes out. Yeah. That's why it was hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how you feel when you're up there and there's 12 people. I can right. relate to that so much. Right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck everything. <laughs> fuck me. Like everything. Everything. Right. Yeah. You got and that's the thing. You gotta lean into that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you think about it. He was on the greatest radio show ever, and then he's on the the highest rated uh, uh, late night show uh, of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, you know, a sweet existence, making a lot of money, and all of a sudden, yeah. yeah, that's what you know. When you when you look down and you see those twelve people, and you you remember where you were and where you are, and you're like, oh fuck everything. Because guess what? They're all thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're yeah. all sitting there going, "This guy used to be on Howard. This yeah. guy used to be, you know." I get it. And that's fine. I lean into that shit because I have no choice. I'm not going to sit up there and start going into gym material and pretend the place <laughs> is packed like a delusional mental patient. Right. You got to address it. You go, Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, the advertising's doing great these days. Thanks. Thanks for coming, Pat. <laughs> you know, go old school. You guys want to do this in my car? You guys want to do this in my room? Go. It's fine. All of those are funny because it addresses the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm half Danish, I'm a Danish spickling dick. I steal clogs. I used to be on the Howard Stern show. That's where I worked with my 
buddy Scott, the engineer over there. You guys think it's a hammer search? Yeah, I used to ask fucked up questions. Scott used to edit those interviews like <laughs> Let us give you a peek behind the curtain, folks. <laughs> Little background about me. Who wants to know how to how the sausage is made? <laughs> so I would go out uh, and uh, and listen to him talk. He's just slowly underlying uh, questions. Scotty had some. Yeah. Oh, God. So now he doesn't have the videotape anymore. So he's literally doing, he's now saying <laughs> right, what reenactment, people, right? What people laughed at because they got to see the reaction of the celebrity. They got to see Dolly Parton look at you. Right. Which I don't even think that was on the tape, and I don't think people how, laugh at it. How far is he holding up pictures of the celebrity? That <laughs> <laughs> the flip hey, book. Hey, 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 Ringo, Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Lean in. I got to flip it with my thumb so it moves. <laughs> don't videotape this. I can't get another cease and desist. <laughs> from him. Uh, Scott, let's see. I asked... Uh, uh, I, like again again you're assuming everyone knows what the fuck you're talking about right it's it's like somebody just shoved him on stage it's as if he didn't know he was doing any of this that night i got exactly what this is this is the end of raging bull (laughs) <laughs> oh, 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 or the end of the Lenny Bruce story. Uh, soon he's going to be ripping up court transcripts on stage. I asked Ringo Sark what he did with the money. He said, What money? I said, The money your mom gave you for singing lessons. <laughs> I, uh, hey, Jackie got a laugh. Because <laughs> Jackie's wow. the one who wrote that. Oh, so, course, you yeah. know. I repeated this. I repeated this verbatim. Like that's literally what he said. Here's Funny what I read off the script they gave me. <laughs> right. Funny P- Yeah, exactly. Daniel Day Lewis, even though he walks around thinking he's Lincoln, when it stops filming, he doesn't walk around as Lincoln. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> the method actor, John. Method liver. He, he just lives life. Method. He's a method moron. Surprised he doesn't put the long wig on. <laughs> and scene. Just kidding. Scene never ends. By Lou Reed for asking him if he's still masturbating. And judging by his script, he's not. I got punched in the nose by Raquel Welch for asking her on a droop again. She hit me with the left one. I asked OJ Simpson if he would sign my knife. And coincidentally, he already had some. Best response I ever got. He's just, it's just, it's literally go, it's like a telemarketer that's not listening to a word right. you're saying. Wow. And for uh, two months, you get a low, low price of twenty nine ninety nine. Are you interested? I just killed my entire family. What we can do, sir, is set you up with a low, low price of two months of twenty nine ninety nine. Wow, I'm almost feeling sorry. That's how bad this has gotten. I feel like that sometimes, and then I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. him, I'll get man. out of it. I'll yeah, I'll come yeah, snap no, out of it. But, we ain't yeah. stopping. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
Uh, and again, he's pulling Scott in every two right. seconds. Leave Scott alone. He's right. he's as embarrassed and mortified as you should be. Right. He's sober. So this is all very real to him. <laughs> well, so, you know, you know how your family, like the first time your family comes to see, and if you bomb, you just see they're yeah. very comfortable. And it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, this is listen. This is why I call this the Uncle Rico show. Here he is on stage in his fucking varsity jacket from high school, throwing the football and filming it. You know, I asked Raquel Welch, who the fuck cares? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's like me going up and going, I would do the voice of uh, Patricia Krenzel, (laughs) a.k.a. It sounded like this. I think it would go a little something like this. (laughs) That would be more entertaining. At least there's a voice involved. I used to do one Jeff the Drunk bit, but I would only do it if there was a majority of Stern fans there. Mm -hmm. Right. And because once I stopped touring with the Whack Pack, I just did clubs and whatever venues I could go and headline on my own. So sometimes it had a built in audience. that was just a comedy audience. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a Stern crowd. And uh, so I'm like, how do I... Like, how do I explain Jeff the Drunk and his voice to tell this story to, you know, the majority of people who've never heard of him? So I would only pull it out if a lot of Stern fans would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't translate. It's just dumb. You sound like an idiot. Was Joan Rivers an old friend? You know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how dare you? How dare you? An old friend. An old friend. Me and Joan. <laughs> no, I think he means Melissa. They were on that dumb reality show together. Uh, oh, okay. In the jungle. I think oh, he, right, right, right. I'm but he's so that. loaded. He doesn't even... Right. He, one of those fucking Jew bros. <laughs> yeah. Rivers, an old friend. You know, this is how great she was. They, you know, she rested these. Oh, no. He, was, he met her. They, uh, that's, his, that's his old friend, Joan. Was sitting there one day. I look over her and I look at her and I go, JR. That's what I used to call it, JR. Yeah, yeah. Joni, I got some new jokes for you. Yeah. We were hanging out at a parking lot yeah. for a Safeway. <laughs> and I looked at What well, if this is like Fight Club and it's just homeless people that he thinks he are like Joe? Talking to Joe Rivers and some bag lady in front of Vons. <laughs> Joan, you don't want my Christy bit? All right, I'll do it myself. <laughs> Christy cream, going once, <laughs> going twice. Uh, hey, by the way, Joan, thank you for the Constellation Jones joke. Yeah. I'll keep it between us. <laughs> I said, Joan. <laughs> By the way, Joan was as good as a friend to him as she was to me. Okay, let's just get that out there. Of course. Other people should be allowed to have children. She said no, and I told your parents that. <laughs> so, so Joan got the biggest laugh for that yeah. whole bit. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that's the only one I believe. You know, it's right, like right. Uh, <laughs> No, there's no act anywhere in you (laughs) of any kind. Nothing, no acting involved at all. No, no. Yeah, De De Niro over here. (laughs) 
you know, for many years, I portrayed a stutterer on uh, radio <laughs> and television. Here's the question. Now, he's all of a sudden, you think he's going to start stuttering through this bit? Because I haven't heard him stutter, really. No. No. So this will be interesting. Because now he's going to do a stuttering chunk, <laughs> and you better fucking stutter to sell it, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's full of gas as he's telling the story. He's like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> so this mess. So I don't get late till 27. You know, fuck it. I fucking really do stuff. And no one knows how to be politically correct when it comes to stutters. Last night, I'm hanging at the bar. My buddy Steve, some chick comes up to me and goes, uh, "Now she's with that house is big." Some chick comes up to me and goes, "John, stutter for me." The fuck is that? By the way, is it has any comic ever drunkenly belched into a mic and an audience member looks over at their partner and goes, "I told you he was good. I told you." <laughs> <laughs> Worth- Definitely worth the price of admission. Because he's like, oh, no, she didn't do that. That's for me. And everybody's like, yeah, okay. Can we cut the entertainer off? <laughs> really? An intervention on stage. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. Usually you usually have to go table four. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. You're going up to a cripple and say you live for me. I mean, come on. But I do start. It's like, so going and saying John stutter for me is like going up to a cripple. <laughs> Which is not politically correct. <laughs> and saying, wrong. yeah, and saying dance for me. I mean, he's just. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's like, I was like going up to a fucking guy who got hit by a truck. Now he's in his whole body. He's a knot. You know, one of those guys. <laughs> he, uh, he, hasn't, uh, he hasn't said retarded yet. I think that's the only. Uh... Taboo he hasn't crossed yet. Isn't that he closes? I think he goes, uh, let's all get retarded tonight, guys. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And you know, it's weird when I was in Vegas, they put me up in a handicap room. I'm like, okay, I stutter. I don't need the guardrails and stool in the shower, okay? You know, you know, I'm not handicapped, but it, it was so weird. He doesn't understand that they gave him whatever room was available. They didn't they didn't go, Oh, this is stuttering John Melendez. Let's put him in a room with rails. Maybe they did. Maybe they're huge fans of right. like trolling him. But that's just called getting a cheap room, John. Right. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I got Scott a handicap room on the road on the block party a couple times and uh one of the things one of the features they have is a doorbell uh-huh. that's attached <laughs> To one of the brightest strobe lights inside the room, so, <laughs> so it's like if if you're blind, you'll hear the doorbell. But if you're deaf, you think the end of the world's coming. And I hit I hit him once or twice with that at like one thirty, two in the morning. Like, That's great. Oh, he hated touring with me. <laughs> All the uh, electrical outlets are like waist high. I guess people in wheelchairs. You know, might be in the shower and pretty much come out of the bathtub there, slip the ledge, keep my penis. 
okay. So now he's a cartoon character, is what he's, he's describing. Wow, that uh, that was one of those cut- jokes that got not only didn't get any laughs, you actually heard a little. <laughs> Just energy just sucked out of the room from that. There was a laugh. There was a woman laughing, but like, what is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, kind yeah. of laugh. Like, it's not even possible. <laughs> no, that's not how you prove you're a stutterer. Is you stutter. Right. That's how you prove it. Right. You know, you don't just believe a guy's in the NBA because he's tall. <laughs> you have him shoot a couple <laughs> jump shots. You go, oh, that guy's a pro. <laughs> all right, let me bring it back a tad here. But it, it was so weird because all, all yeah. electrical outlets are like waist high and people in wheelchairs. You know, I'd be in the shower and pretty much come out of the bathtub there, slip the ledge, keep my penis. <laughs> But to prove I'm a real stutter, I was a keynote speaker at the National Stuttering Association Convention in Chicago. Gave a great hour-long speech, but the Q&A was brutal. Took five hours. <laughs> Three questions. <laughs> People always ask me, John, how did this whole stuttering thing get started? How did it get started? <laughs> First of all, it, there isn't enough people coming to the show that you could say people. Number one, (laughs) (laughs) people always ask me, John, how do I get my money back? (laughs) Wow, I'm surprised Uh, he hasn't done uh, gone to QA at this point in in this uh, set. I know it's coming because there's a lot more time left on, like, we're gonna have to come back and do a part three. Yeah, there's there's no way I'm wasting my day uh, on this. I'm gonna give it another uh, another ten minutes. Okay. I said, you know, this is I had true story. I had a, I had a horrible experience uh, when I was young. I decided to go out with a pair of slacks and no underwear. And I swear in my life, I got my penis caught in my zipper, and my mom had to ice my penis. And rip it out of the zipper. Hold on. Is this the origin story of the stutter? I believe that's what he came in uh, to it saying. Right, John, I'm on the journey. Tie it all together, yeah. pal. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> Do you know how traumatic that is for a 21-year-old? I see, because he wasn't a kid. I'm not the only famous stutterer out there. You know also is a, is a stutterer, James Earl Jones. The voice of Darth Vader. Now. Why is he talking like this <laughs> entire time? This is Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Who are these people? By the way, I think he's going to stutter now doing a James Earl Jones impression. What are the odds of that? Wow. All right. If he well. does that, I'm shutting this whole operation down. <laughs> Don't do it, John. Could you imagine how that scene could have gone? Luke, I am your foot. Luke, I am your foot. Luke, I am your dad. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I know it bugs him. People don't think he really stutters, but you, you, you can't you can't blame people for thinking after that. Right, he's fake you, stuttering for James Earl Jones. 
you've been on stage for 20 minutes and that's the first time you stuttered and it was fake right and he didn't even he didn't stutter on the d on the dad he even stuttered right yeah yeah he couldn't even get that right he goes it's not like you can't get the f word out it's a stutter you stutter over it well i gotta (laughs) i gotta teach you everything john comedy how to stutter everything god wow but there was an amazing impression of james earl jones i mean it was like like we were in the room with him yeah by the way, do you think when he gets dad out, he hits himself in the back of the head and goes, I'm your dad. <laughs> he actually gets physical on stage. Of course. I was called everything growing up. I was called stutterface. He wasn't called funny. <laughs> I wasn't called back for anything either. <laughs> I was called a horrible impressionist. <laughs> MC Stammer. MC Stammer. First of all, it sounds like everybody knew him very well. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone that coined him with nicknames obviously took time to get to know him. Hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. The most common one, stuttering prick. What does that tell you? (laughs) Like I said, I got a Puerto Rican dad named Mom, and my dad was so cheap. Thank you. We got two people on board. That's a, that's a quarter of the audience. I know. <laughs> on on board, as if as if this joke couldn't come out without that crowd response. Be glad there's two people as old as you in that audience that knew they had to reply with that. Listen, he's like Springsteen, you know, he gets the audience involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tonight I'm gonna turn it up to Smothers Brothers level. <laughs> Which they were hilarious, by the way. Yes. Uh-huh. This is like midway through set where we're gonna get everyone energetic for the powerful last 20 minutes of the set. Now I know we only have 12 people. Let's make it seem like I so, if I say my father was so cheap, this is what we all have put together. And you say, how cheap was he? No, no, that sign doesn't say applesauce. It says <laughs> applause. <laughs> now, when Larry comes out, you <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay, you guys ready? This is exciting, isn't it? Right side of the room, Scotty, you know how to do this. But how was it? Thank you, Scotty. Scotty yelled, that's all anger pushing that. You didn't get the diaphragm? That's anger. How old was I? just want to go home. High pit squeal. Oh, my God. It's the loudest he's ever yelled in his life. Actually, that's not true. He called somebody a cunt at the Christmas party. That was pretty loud. <laughs> that's pretty loud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, t- you say a lot of things about Scott. That motherfucker went out uh, guns a-blazing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one could ever take that away from him. Wow. My father was so cheap. How cheap was he? <laughs> Why is he alone? <laughs>
Okay, so they all did it right there. Yeah, yeah. And then they're all trolling them. I'm telling you. This is like a Christopher Guest movie. This is really is. Why does it say puppet show before Spinal Tap? Start crushing, crushing. Yeah, yeah. On the spot, by the way. Right, right. All improv. Believe me, I've uh, toured with Scott. He's written nothing ever. <laughs> <laughs> He understand Rodney's dead, right? And he's and does he think he's gonna now carry this kind of torch of like these machine gun catskill jokes? Right. Well, he can't even do that because he has to ask how cheap was he between each. Uh, yeah. 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 If you're gonna do that? Yeah. You bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. It's like I remember I went to an open mic in Vegas and the host, I go, uh, yeah, I want to do some time. He goes, all right, I'll put you forth. And I look on the list and it said, uh, number one, it said host. Then it said, you know, Jim Smith. Then number three, it said host. And then it said, you know, Bob Daniels. Then five, he kept writing his own thing in after each comic to remind him to go up and host in between <laughs> comics. <laughs> I mean, are they usually that long? I no, they're, they're usually not that long, and they're usually funny. So that's uh, <laughs> so he's bucking the trend there. Uh, he wouldn't wow. pay for my mom's abortion. There's a joke. There's a punchline. <laughs> Topical, <laughs> right? You know. <sighs> He's so cheap, he's a Jew. You know, boom, there's a punchline. <laughs> My mom was so cheap. How cheap was he? He was so cheap. His favorite board game to play with us when we were kids was, the, was Monopoly because he loved the free walk. Oof. You think that was better? <laughs> <laughs> what? They're, they're starting to revolt. Oh, no, there's a mutiny. That was Scott. <laughs> by the way, I've been heckled by Scott too in the middle of my set in Long Island. He he goes on the DJ mic and he just goes, uh, Shirley, sorry to interrupt. Sal just threw up all over the bar. And the bar is behind the stage. It's, you know, behind the audiences. But the entire room just gets up. <laughs> like, all right thanks scott thanks, thanks. guys good night Perfect. yeah so i've been heckled by scott right. right well it's not like he's gonna hurt this set so no and he asked a valid question you <laughs> think that was better <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're all thinking yeah <laughs> my father 
Put your feet up, pal. Put it in cruise control. You're coasting home now. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> get to my kids and my childbirth and trimester. And, uh, well, it sets an abortion, so yeah, I should start talking. <laughs> two, two kids, boy and girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I had two girls, and then finally, you know, my wife gave me my son. As soon as I find out who the father is, I'm going to take his ass, but. It's a true story, and the reason why I know is my, is my son was the first baby born in San Fernando Valley. He was born January 1st at 12.19 in the morning. And I'll never forget it we were at... First of all, the San Fernando Valley is massive. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. So you're saying that your kid was the first kid born in the San Fernando Valley in the new year. Right. That that's what this moron is trying to say. But instead it comes out that he's you know, since the war, no children have been born <laughs> in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> hate it. I'm telling you, I got an hour yeah. shelf life with this fucking stand up. I can't get through it. It's supposed to be ten more minutes after this. I uh, I don't I, I can't. I don't <laughs> They had a party, the New Year's Eve party, the people of the Kardashians were actually over. No, no, I actually had sex with the Kardashian, unfortunately, with Bruce, but I'll take it. But... See, it could have gone with Rob, I think, would have been a funnier Kardashian yeah. to name. Yeah, yeah. Because now you're going back to attacking trans people right, again, exactly. John. Good job. Way to go back <laughs> to that well again. <laughs> okay, we're over, you know. And it's no longer Bruce. It's Caitlyn, right? And and he's uh, he, he uh, that now she is not a Kardashian. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So he said he had sex with a Kardashian. Sex <laughs> right. with a Jenner. It's, it's much like Caitlyn's driving. This is terrible. All, all that's missing from this set is just a, a ship horn. <laughs> wow. That one, that was painful. Guys, listen, when you come into port, all right, be careful <laughs> what you purchase and bring back on the boat. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oof. Iceberg, straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Iceberg, on stage. <laughs> All right, I am at 23 minutes and 35 seconds. This thing supposedly goes to 34 minutes. So, Mike, I want to have you back on. We'll do the rest of this, a part three. Um, I have to go take a Silkwood shower and get all of this unfunny (laughs) off of me.
uh mike where can people check you out uh, feel free to promote whatever you want uh, on uh instagram insta mike morse m-o-r-s-e on uh, on uh, twitter uh mike morse m-o-r-s-e mike morse says and on the miserable men show uh twice a week on patreon with uh Shuli, bob levy mark burns brent hatley and occasionally leonard so <laughs> and uh and, and Mike's a, a genius, man. I've known him for a long time. A lot of the song parodies from uh the good old days of the show Mike came up with and did. Um and uh he's a great artist too. So if you're looking for any artwork done, hit him up. If you got uh roasts or or a company thing, he's great at that. So uh hit up Mike. Thank you, buddy, for doing Thank this. Thank you. We'll, Thank we'll you, man. Fun. It, it was it was fun in a in a disturbing way. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> not our problem it's his problem now uh thank you as always to uncle rico you're the best and we'll see you guys soon all right bye huh huh, huh? <laughs>